Good afternoon, I'm Zach Collins with your KSOM and KS95 Sports Update. The Griswold Tigers volleyball season was one season that many will always remember. The Tigers finished 21-11 overall and battled in the quarter conference with East Mills, Stanton, and Sydney, which are all three teams that were state-ranked at one point this season. Head coach Jody Rizal was happy that her team took every challenge head-on and competed to the end in every match. As any season like this is, it's, it's more than just about the things we've accomplished this season. It's something the girls have been working hard for towards for several years. And um, it was fun to see them see the rewards for their hard work. You know, knowing to that our conference is just is really tough. I think we had three teams ranked at some point in the season. I think there was four teams that, you know, could have had a good chance to go to state this year in our conference, and so it's always good to just compete really well there. Three seniors are graduating this year after a very successful season on the court by all three. Lindsey Kaiser played as a defensive specialist this season, accumulating 127 digs and earned the Tiger Award for Griswold this season. Libero Whitney Paddock broke multiple school records, including the records for digs and digs per set in a season. With 516 digs and averaged 5.73 digs per set. Pennock was also the top server this season for Griswold with 44 aces and served 94.4%. The final senior is center Carolina Arcia, a player who broke the school record for assists in a season with a total of 770. Arcia is also second of all time in a Tiger career in assists while being second on the team in blocks of 26 and in aces with 41 while also serving 89%. As Griswold will be missing the libero, setter, and defensive specialist for next season, the Tigers will be returning their entire front row. This is where their successful junior varsity team will be looking a bit different next season, as a few will have to step up into a varsity role. They also have a young squad of girls coming up to the high school level next year that will help to take over a few of those roles. Yeah, I mean, those are, are definitely key key roles and difficult spots to fill. We know that we have, we had a lot of growth this year in our JV squad um, and a lot of success in our JV team this year. So I think that will be really crucial um, knowing we just have a lot of young girls that are talented and motivated coming up and I'm excited to see them step up and, and fill those spots. Um, but also excited to see, you know, basically all of our, our front row players will be returning, you know, three, returning three hitters that have averaged over two and a half kills per set this year. Um, that would be, that would be huge for us. One aspect of Griswold's success was their consistent and aggressive serving game. The Tigers served 92.2% this season with five girls serving above 90% overall. Coach Rizal talked about how their success relied on serving tough this season. Yeah, serving is um, something we, we spend a lot of time, we work on in our gym, and really just kind of just our fundamentals from, I just try to establish that early on from elementary and middle school when we work with those girls, and I think that just really pays off when they get to the high school level. But um, just really trying to find that balance of always serving over 90% is our goal, but serving tough and be able to locate uh, where we serve at. Um, and the girls just take it seriously when we work on every day. And I think that also helps in, on our passing game because, you know, our service passers, they're getting trained every day in our gym by our servers, serving tough at them and be able to uh, put serves in tough spots. So that just pays off in both ways. Coach Rizal knows that as she will be missing her seniors, they will be bringing back a lot of talent. They returned their top hitters, Marissa Asklin, Renaya Kirkhoff, and Gabby Griman, who had over 200 kills this season. The blocking game will have to improve for the young back row 
and the team will have to be more confident overall while working on the floor. Yeah, I think especially with returning uh, most of our front row players, I think um, blocking our, you know, our defense of the net is an area we would like to focus on and can change improve um, on. And I think just, you know, just getting more confident than that and being um, adding more tools to our toolbox as far as our hitters go. We have the talent there um, and just now that they've had the experience under their belt, I think just taking advantage of that. Griswold finishes the season ready to go to the next. In the meantime, head coach Jody Rizal is getting ready for softball season. This week, the Atlantic boys basketball team open up their preseason practice under new head coach Dalton Franken. Tom Robinson has more. Franken has been a volunteer assistant for four years and became a paid assistant as a JV coach this past season. A 2013 Atlantic graduate, Coach Franken scored 1,404 points during his four-year varsity career. He took his talents to Dort University and scored 1,165 points. Obviously very excited to get practice started. Been been really happy with the boys' effort in open gym. So been happy with the turnout and the effort we've been getting from the boys and really excited to get to work. Coach Franken described this young group as talented and not scared of hard work. He says the team will have post presence with Brock Henderson, Gavin McLaren, and Rothden Bestie. Nolan Waters returns as a shooting guard who shot 50% from the three-point line a year ago. And Colton Rasmussen, who finishes one of the top two scorers in the Hawkeye 10 a year ago. I'm really excited about the pieces we have. I think we really have a chance to do some things. It's just a matter of putting in the work and... Uh, Building chemistry with the guy. Yeah, the Trojans open the season on November 28th at home against ACGC. Oh, man, it feels like we need to practice 10 hours a day for the first two weeks to be, uh, for me to feel comfortable going into a, you know, game on the 28th. But um, the biggest thing we're going to focus on, um, we're, we're going to continue to emphasize the defensive end of the floor, rebounding, um, really getting our guys sprinting in transition, both offensively and defensively. Um, so to be able to do that, we got to have them in shape. Um, and then obviously installing offensive, um, you know, motion offense, um, some quick hitter stuff, and then um, installing different defenses as well. And Coach Franken says this team can play numerous offensive sets. It's one of the things I love about uh, the group we have this year. Um, we, we do have the ability to, um, I mean, we can, we can go, we can play five out, we can play four out, one in, we can Honestly, with, with Gavin and Brock, um, we can go to a two-post set, too, honestly. Yeah. Um, so that one of the things that excites me the most is we, we have the ability to, uh, to play a lot of different ways with this group, which um, makes my job a lot easier. So. The Trojans open the season at home on November 28th as part of a girl-boy doubleheader against ACGC. I'm Tom Robinson reporting. And moving to collegian news, Iowa's Owen Freeman starts off the season being named as the Big Ten Freshman of the Week. Freeman went 7 of 8 from the field in his collegiate debut as he scored 14 points in the 110 to 68 win over North Dakota. The Illinois native is currently averaging 11 points and 3 rebounds a game this season. Speaking of scoring, Freeman had 8 points against Alabama State as he made a bucket and went 6 and 9 at the line. He also pulled down three offensive rebounds and had a block in the game. The freshman is the first freshman for Iowa to be named the Big Ten Freshman of the Week since the 2019-2020 season. Iowa will travel across the state to Omaha to take on Creighton tonight at 9 p.m. And speaking of Iowa, Hawkeyes' Cooper DeGene has been named as a Benaric Awards semifinalist. The Iowa native has played in over 400 snaps this season 
and in all snaps, the Hawkeyes have given up no touchdowns. He currently leads Iowa in pass breakups with five, interceptions with two, and is currently in seventh for the Hawkeyes in tackles with 41. The Benaric Award has been awarded to the College Defensive Player of the Year since 1994. It honors All-Pro linebacker and All-American Chuck Benaric, who is the last NFL player to play both full-time on offense and defense. Looking at the next game for the Hawkeyes, they will host their final home game against Illinois this upcoming Saturday at Kinnick Stadium with a 2.30 p.m. kickoff. For news, sports, and more, check out our website at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Zach Collins with this sports update.